Welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston, and with me, as always, having a sip of coffee, is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate, Norm Susan. Norm, how's the sip? Uh, quite good. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how's the sip? Uh, I'm going to give it a 9. Wow, sky high, if only your self-esteem were the same. Sometimes I mix the coffee just right. You wow, know what I mean? Norm, bit of sugar, bit of half and half? Yeah, like a, I mean, more than a splash. I'd say a dollop of half and half. Excuse you, dollop. Give me a small spoon and a half of sugar. Oh, and the half, I think, is what gets you. Raw, granular. <laughs> Norm, <laughs> let's yeah. start this off right. Scale 1 to 10, how's your self-esteem? Oh, I'm feeling great. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give myself a seven. Norm, yeah. what's got you feeling so good? You know, I came back from the trip from Toronto. Um, this was huge. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to everyone from Toronto who's listening. I had a blast. Uh, surprised our friend Sarah and Andy. That was a good time at their yeah, show. Yeah, that was. That's how it started. Went to the baseball game. That was fun. Uh, hung up with some pals. Went to some um, places to eat that I missed. And I uh, caught the Leafs game. That was a lot of fun. And uh, went to the game three playoff mm-hmm. game. Went to overtime. That was fun, too. We lost, but what can you do? Um, but, yeah, traveling, uh, staying with our friend Scott Yamamura, who used to stay with us, a uh, great actor. It's fun to hang out with him. And uh, just check in, see where all my pals were back in Canada. Oh, my God. Norrin, did you miss the dog? I did miss the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the dog is problematic, but I did miss the dog. So are you feeling good because you feel like you did something you really needed to do in a sense of like accomplishment? Yeah, and to here's get the thing. Done? It, what I really feel good about it is we came, I came back here and um, we've been busy like bees. Um, Which we have bees, seeing, yeah. We, and we do have, oh yeah, our next <laughs> we door also neighbor. We have bees. <laughs> our next door neighbor, if you're listening, uh, whoever you are, uh, we haven't met you yet, but... Uh, you have a beehive in your shed. And now we have it in our lawn. With about a thousand bees in it. Yeah. And the bees are going to get us. They're getting closer and closer to us every day. I don't know why you built a shed next to your shed so the back of your first shed is inaccessible, but um, <laughs> that's not really my choice to make. We're dying to get in there. You got to let us in. We got to get this hive. Yeah. But no, I, I've come back with a, a bold attitude and, um, you know, I, I really, really like uh, was enlightening because I went back to what it was like five years since I've really been four, back. Four, four or years. five, yeah. Yeah. A while. Yeah. Uh, people change, you know. We're all grown-ups now. People are going through different things, and there's not much you can do about it because now everyone's grown. So, and what was the biggest change in you that you noticed? What was the biggest change in me that I've noticed? Um, I think I think really it, it was like it cemented the fact that I do not live there anymore. Uh, <laughs> I probably will not live there anymore. And everything that I did back there uh, in terms of my career does not matter and is long forgotten. It, yeah, it just exists there. Yeah, it just exists. Um, it's, yeah. yeah it, it lives there and it, it doesn't. Uh, none of uh, I feel kind of lucky that none of my past is really like has latched on to me at all. Yeah, it's just it, it existed in a place and time, and uh, it's gone now. Sometimes I feel like there's no space for me in the places I used to live. Like I moved, and they quickly covered up the hole. Right, <laughs> with somebody else. Yeah, with the yeah. new Elena. 
Yeah, as if as if like uh, back home was a, a beehive, let's say, and uh, in in the shed, also in a yard. Right, right. And then you go back, and you're like, oh, the queen's gone. I guess I'll go live in this box. Oh my God, Norm! You think I'm a queen? And I think this is a box. Wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing. But we, well, yesterday we had lunch with uh, Holly Prasov, our friend Dan Werb, who uh, wrote a book. Called That's the, right. The Invisible Siege. We got the book. It's about coronavirus. It's about the uh, and how fun the it is. Rise and search for a cure for the coronavirus, which I believe is also the uh, the subtitle. Anyway, about sixty <laughs> pages in, it's interesting. <laughs> I, as we know, stopped reading quite some time ago. And it's a, a great time of year for me because uh, it's playoff basketball. Playoff hockey is about to start. There's always stuff on TV. It's a lot of fun. People come over. A lot of people texting me and chatting. So it's a really it social a time, time for, for you. me. Yeah. This and football season, very busy times and, and for people texting you. Since football is not happening right now, I have the time to text people back and be social. <laughs> So you're feeling out of seven because you've been texting people back and went home to find out you grew up and nothing matters. That's right. <laughs> well, while you were gone, I was popping off all about the city. You should have seen me, the real toast of the town. Yeah, I feel like you, Beth, and Mo have really become the three musketeers. We are the three musketeers. Nobody can stop us and nobody wants to. And I'm that fourth guy who's around who may be missing a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw the movie. Don't need to. I don't know. I think I'm getting my movies mixed up. Uh, uh, yeah, Norm. It was a it was a blast to kind of live my own free life. But we mm-hmm. definitely miss you in the house. The dog and I are only okay. Yeah. Well, the dog is is annoying. You, Norm, because we had a debrief from your trip. Okay. I and... thought you were going to say something other than debrief. I was like. <laughs> We had a what? A debrief. I was waiting to be shocked. Um, no, we had a debrief. We had a defibrillator before you left. <laughs> we we really touched on um, a couple of subjects, and I got to say, Norm, uh-huh. you've come back a breath of fresh air. Wow. I feel like you realize, guess what? Things are a blast. Mm-hmm. And um, me in particular, I think you realize... I am a bit of a diamond in the rough. Um, I'm kind of somebody I really stand out. You love doing the podcast with me. Did you realize that? You know, I think I, <laughs> I think I've, I think uh, the older I get, I come to a, a more of an understanding <laughs> that uh, a, a, every everybody's going through something, and it's totally fine. You can still this have. This is me going through something. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not saying you're going through something, but. Um, but also like, you know, we watched everything all, uh, everything all together all, all at once. What is the movie? Isn't it everything everywhere ever? all at once? Yeah. Yeah. That movie is definitely like a, Oh my God, a must. It's yeah. It's definitely does. It, it definitely was like, Hey, everyone is got their own individual path happening. It and, was kind of freeing because you yeah. realize how little people care about you because they're so caught up in them, which is like, yeah. I don't have a problem with. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't I hate to I hate to recommend a book uh, and a movie all in the same intro, but uh, <laughs> but hey, it is uh, what it is, and gotta, what it is is amazing. I got a neighbor to talk to about their bees. If anybody needs us, we better get this episode started, shall we? I think we should. Everybody, please help me welcome my guest Cecily Bro. Right after this break, it's a self-esteem party. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It's a self-esteem party. Cecily, bro, welcome to the self-esteem party podcast. <laughs> now that I know how to say, yeah, now that I know how to say your name. <laughs> The confidence. Oh, thrilled. Oh, yeah. I'm clocking in at a 10 based on this name alone. <laughs> let it let it radiate, baby. Thrilled to be here, Alana. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you. Of course. Haven't seen you in forever, except remember when I ran into you when you were doing for uh, uh, volunteering for Nithya? Yes. Yes. At the old Albert. In front of the Albertsons. That's yes. right. And you were like, Alana. And I was like, who? <laughs> this is like in the height of like right when we first started wearing masks and couldn't yeah. identify who anybody was. No. Face blindness. No. Honestly, I, I like really <laughs> thought by now I would get better at being like, that's what someone's face looks like. But God, someone takes off no. the mask. I'm like, oh, that's not at all what I thought you looked like. Like what? I ran. I ran into a friend that I didn't know was my friend at an audition for 10 minutes until, cause we had our masks on. This was in person. He's, he's talking, he's talking. He mentioned Chicago. I was like, Oh, I used to live in Chicago. And he was like, really? We know the same people. It's the same time. Finally, I was like, wait, what's your full name? And he said it. And I was like, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, <laughs> And I mean, like hung out all the time for like two and a half, three years. I was like, no, we know each other. We are friends. <laughs> That happened to me on a plane. I was sharing the same row with my friend, Sari, shout out. And we both, we had our masks on and I was talking to the flight attendant as I do. And I was like, Sari, this I knew of you, uh, you know, as I do. And I was trying to get my luggage, you know, of course I'm the one that has the luggage issues. So I'm trying to get it to fit and everything. And I see this woman sitting in the aisle right across from me. I'm like, Hmm, those eyes look familiar. And we both just started staring at each other, just like very unabashedly. And then she's like, Cecily, I was like, Sari, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> it was wild to like share a it is wild from Texas to LA. That was wild. So I don't know. It felt very Are you from Texas? I am. My Texas? family's originally from New Orleans and then I grew up in Texas. And so I just went back to Texas. My parents moved like right when I graduated from college. So I haven't been back to my hometown in a minute. And I had like a big reunion with all the neighbors I grew up with and my theater. Wait, where in Texas? The Woodlands which is like a Where's, big old suburban that? hole outside of Houston. It's okay. It's got that oil money, which my dad never had. Um, Cause like, I'll say I'm from the Woodlands and people are like, Oh, and I'm like, I mean, granted it's set up just like Beverly Hills. So all the taxes only go to the Woodlands and not the city of Houston. Like, you know how that goes, <laughs> but um, that's why the public school. Yeah. I I'm living the good life. I know how that goes. <laughs> But it was a, yeah, it was a beautiful reunion. And I was like, wow, I just haven't, haven't been back in six years. So it was really something. Wow. Yeah. I haven't, I've been to Texas twice. Oh yeah. You went to Austin, right? That's right. We went to Austin and then we went to um, Fort Worth oh, before baby. that in January. Man, it's a trip. Everybody super nice so without nice. a doubt. So nice, but really into freedom. I mean, it is just oh. top of the agenda over there. My God. <laughs> it's I, shocking. Really. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but over the course of the pandemic, I've had not close friends, but people we used to see on the old parameters, you know, and they've yeah, been like, guess yeah. where I'm moving? Austin, Texas. And I'm like, guess where I'm yeah. never going back? Texas. Like we couldn't get yeah. more. No, like no offense to anyone from Texas. I'm you know, from there, but I'm just like, things are not looking so good. And they don't want us. Everyone's like, Austin is the place to be. And I'm like, 
it's still in a state that we got to admit it's not passing good shit. It's scary. I would say they don't want us. They, they don't, don't want, want us. us. No, they don't want like us. they like everyone in Austin was like, oh, where are you from? And we're like, oh, well, we live in L.A. And they were like, oh, and I was like, we're just visiting for the weekend. And then they were like, OK. And yeah. I was like, I'm not asking your approval. No one. I no one asked for it. Why don't we go to Barton <laughs> Springs and get over ourselves? You know, I mean, truly. Yeah. OK, Cecily, you know the drill, mm-hmm. how we start this podcast, the self-esteem party check in. Mm-hmm. How are you doing on a scale of one to ten? What mood have I caught you in today? OK, I would say my self-esteem right now, it's, it's a six. It's a six. Um, I'm, I just bravely turned down a day job offer because I'm (gasps) trying to make more room for, you know, myself. God bless. (laughs) Good for you. That's hard to do. It's really hard to walk away from guaranteed money. It really is because it's something I'm really struggling with. And it's, it's has a lot to do with self-esteem where I've noticed Mm -hmm. that like, Hey, I want to be an actor and a comedian. And the truth of the matter is like hustling is great. We do it, but like, I don't need to be so consumed by it. Like I need Mm -hmm. to be brave enough to be like, no, I'm not going to fill my day with like little odd jobs to make money. I'll be making my money soon doing exactly what I want to do. Like who Mm -hmm. knows when, but it was tough because it was guaranteed money. And right now I, I truly have none, but it's coming as the manifestation goes. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard because yes, you need to make room mentally to be like, my focus is going to this dream that I have, this goal that I have, what have you in the industry goal, Mm -hmm. but you need to pay rent, you need to get groceries. So you're like, okay, I have to take the job and you keep telling yourself you have to take a job. And I agree at some point you got to bet on yourself and listen, that doesn't always pan out the way we want it to right away. That's why those little jobs exist and they keep coming up they exist you can always go back to a little job if you need to for a bit of time it's but you can I I know you don't want to but it's like if you found no I was saying oh like that's so reassuring to hear oh okay yeah because I was like you don't have to do it no no I mean obviously I never want to work another day (laughs) job in my goddamn life but the truth of the matter is I have this idea of like if I say no it's no forever and I'll never be able to like there won't be another opportunity where I can make money and it's like that's not abundance mindset baby like no if I say no to this day job I'm sure something else will pop up or even something I actually want to do and make money doing what I want to do you know Okay, so what brought this on? Like, I'm sure you've been thinking it for a while. Mm-hmm. Nobody is fantasizing about the mini day job. Oh, God. So, yeah, I'm sure it's been there for a while. But what made you, like, pull the trigger to say no here and now? Quite literally this morning, it's been, like, and I'm a Libra moon, so I'm always like, <gasps> Wait, really? This yes. morning? Yes, this morning. Oh, my God. No, so I've really caught you. You're really catching me. You're really catching me in a moment where I'm trying to step as, uh, look, uh, we're getting into astrology. Of course we are. Um, but like my <laughs> rising is a Leo and they say like okay. you're rising, you're supposed to, that is like your calling card. You're supposed to step into that power. So my goal was when my Saturn return, I'm going to step into the power of Leo and I'm not going to be so like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And like take things out of fear. I'm going to dare myself to, even if I don't have two pennies to pinch together, I'm going to say no so I can make more room for myself. And so this morning, I texted my boyfriend, I texted my best friend, Lucy, and I was like, hey, hey, this job is coming up and it's guaranteed like this amount of money at the end of the week. And it's nannying, by the way. It's it's not mm-hmm. like anywhere close to what we want to do. And I have mm-hmm. turned down a nannying job. I was working for like six months because it was so 
draining. And I was like, oh, but this it's one's so it's hard. So, so I've done hard. it for so long. So oh my hard. God. It is really it's so hard. And you know, you're like, oh, well the money and like, oh, it's kind of flexible. Like if I have an audition, like they'll be cool with me. But <clears throat> ultimately I'm so drained by, especially if you don't have like the best kid. It's, oh my God. Like, and it's not your kid. Okay. Like that's what I, you know said. What I mean. Yes. They just go have your own kids then. That's what I said. I was like, I'm wasting the best years of my hottest life. Like looking after someone else's kid. That's not even my kid. Like I'm not even sure. You, you do live a hot life. You do live a hot life, Cecily. I've always said that about you. <laughs> I, look, I, I heard this on a podcast from June Diane Rayfield. She was like, get your body to the people. And I have really been like, we must all be getting our bodies to the people. Like straight up. Wait, what does that mean? Get your body like, it do I need to take like, more thirst traps? You Thirst traps. It means if you're on the fence about like, oh, should I wear this skirt? Should I wear this dress? Like this bathing suit is showing only my ass. Guess what? We wear it because we are young. Yeah. We are hot we're going to be young until I'm going to say 60. So like, get it to the people I say, and I'm going to say this. I've been giving it to the people. They're asking me, put it away. No. And I'm thinking, guys, I just brought this to you. You haven't even looked at it. Truly. You know, you inspired me because I remember you did my show. Thank you five. And I was like, there she fucking is like in a unitard. (laughs) That is like, she is a pop star. Like, and I, you know, inspired by that alter ego and personally, Charlie X, CX. I saw her in concert and I said, that's it. That's, oh, that's yeah. the energy we need to channel. I'm going to say this. First of all, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, your show was one of my favorite shows. Oh, thank you. Because what a crowd that you two put together. I mean, it's outrageous. Thank you. you. An electric crowd. That show was almost impossible to fail at. It was <laughs> so good. No, really, like you guys set, your hosting was great. You guys set people up for success on that show. And I've always said how important hosting is mm-hmm. because you set the tone of the night. If you're coming after the audience, they're going to feel threatened and on edge. Yes. They're going to do that for every single comedian, musical act, whatever you're having on the show that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yes. it's like you guys brought such a friendly vibe. And oh. I, yeah, it, very easy to like you guys. Oh, so thank, say you. That. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Well, okay. see ya. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> now that I'm done gushing, oh my God, it's been like 10 minutes. Okay, anyway. I've been gushing too. Um, May we be vulnerable in our gushing. Yeah. You know what? Because we don't get to see each other. This is the opportunity to gush. This is it. Oh, so nice. It's okay though. Yeah. I'm going to see you soon. Yes. At your show. Yes. 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 Which thank you for asking. I'm very excited to do it. Oh, so excited to have you. Yeah. This was another one of my, I was like, I always co-host with someone. That's because I always have so much fun with people. I love to co-host. It's true. It's true. I love to co-host. I love to co-host. I co-host a show, Adele said, with my dear friend, Lucy. That's so fun. But I was like, this year, let's dare ourselves. Let's challenge ourselves. So I'm hosting a weekly show by myself at Mm -hmm. Friend. And I was like, I just want it to be a hang. I want everyone to get a chance to get up there and do their stuff because we know so many good people and the chances to perform yeah. live are so limited now. It's so like word of mouth. And I'm like, if I have a standing date where we can all do our fucking thing, like, I think that's only going to be fun. You'll get people. People need stage time. Even yeah. the the ones that are already good need stage time. Everybody yes, does because everybody's got new material. Oh, where, yeah. Where are you going to try it out? Yeah, exactly. So that's my idea. And the friend is so fun. There's Fantastic. Okay, this is, you've already got me onto the next thing that I wanted to cover with you. So you've made 
um, this big decision, we're not going to take the day job. We're freeing up our mental space Mm -hmm. to do what we want to do. So what I want to know is what are the actual steps you're taking to do that? For example, you just said hosting a weekly show by yourself. Okay. That's a great example. Not taking the day job. What else? What, how are we investing in you? Oh my God. So many good questions. Um, questions I ask myself before I lay my head to rest every night. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Am I, am I like creating the anxiety even more? <laughs> no, no. It's just nice to these questions. I feel, I mean, it's what we all ask ourselves every day. So I, mm-hmm. what I'm doing and what I have gotten many, God, I'm really coming off my oracle mystic shit, but I have been meditating at night. I've been meditating in the morning. I've been doing, okay. <laughs> everyone's going to be like this bitch. I'm like, I've been doing my EFT tapping, like in the morning, I've been trying to carve out more intentional time to really center myself and not be my go-to is to just fill my day with things to do like busy, busy, yeah. busy running, running around. And I'm like, that's, I heard this in an acting class, but basically my acting teacher was like, so being really hard on yourself and being super busy, if it would have worked, it would have worked by now. And I was like, whoa, <gasps> really hit me because I'm someone who I'll Very destroy good. myself. I would never do that to anyone else. I would never. And if someone did that to me, I'd be like, Jesus, but me, I'll do it to me all day. So yeah. trying to remember, trying to keep that in the old mind and meditating and I have bravely taken to TikTok. I've been like, okay, we have to just surrender. We have oh, to surrender. Okay, let's talk about it. I don't let's want to really talk about want to. it. I really don't want to, but it is something we must admit is a phenomenon. And everyone's trying to, to get me to go on yourself. it. Huh? Everyone's trying to get me to go on it and I refuse. Alana, it's like, it's just, it, it's I very can't fun. Feel, I can't Sorry. feel any older than I already do. <laughs> okay sorry you're forever young uh look at the skin hi look at this hair it's hi. it's my rosacea Don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god way to be obsessed with my skin disorder <laughs> not to put the rosacea on blast um but it's really beautiful um, it looks like blush yes no i um so i'm like okay we'll make some tiktoks let's make a goal to like just it's like a proof of concept i'm trying to think of it as more of like proof of concept not take the pressure off of being like i have to make one every day like no one knows mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do so just do what's funny to you um but anytime i take to the app i have to say i'm always like oh, i don't know like but i'm trying to be more confident and be like let's make some tiktoks just for fun and it makes you write stuff too which is you know good whatever i i think that's why i don't want to do it because i'm lazy it's a lot of work alana like alana sorry it is a lot that's a lot of work it's like everyone pretends it's like easy off the cuff and sometimes that works but a lot of the times you don't understand you have to get adobe you have to edit you have to like it's a lot of work and no one's talking about how hard it is to like make it happen so you have to like carve out time to do that too but it does feel good when you do it so well of course it feels good because you're doing something for your career and that's always going to feel like a sense of accomplishment yes because putting yourself out there in any way is for what we do is doing something for our career because we're selling personalities our own. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? So even tweeting or something, it's like you're Ugh. selling your personality. That's your brand. Oh, are you a Twitter person or no? No, I'm not. I'm too scared. I just, it's too much. Like, honestly, if I could have it my way, everyone else would be in charge of my social media. Like, I don't want to look at my phone. I don't want to like, I have fun on Instagram stories because to me, it's like random. Ha ha ha. But 
I don't want to be in charge. I want to be in the present. Life is mm-hmm. obliterating past us. We lost two years to the pandemic. So I'm like, I don't want to fucking be on my phone. Like I want to be out with the people and dance and live. Okay. So, okay. So you, you want to hit up the clubs is what I'm hearing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit up the clubs. I want to dance. Um, yeah, I want to just be with the people dancing. Um, okay, but, but then you made the choice to go on TikTok, and that is something yeah. that needs to be maintained. You can't just fall off because everybody's creating. All the Some time. people, their whole job is just to create content. I know. That's the job. It would be sick to do that because, and my friend Lucy does it. She does a great job, but um, I don't know. I mean, bottom line, <laughs> if I'm going to be very vulnerable on this self-esteem podcast. Please. Like, I'm a comedian, and I have a lot of fun writing, and I love performing live. It's my favorite thing. I am an actor. Like I want to act. I love acting. So I'm trying to find a way to like bring that into TikTok. And that's all I want to do. Like, I just want to act. I want to do voice voiceover. That's, that's it. Okay. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't see the videos, but give me an example of something that you do. And, um, because I, I, is it just the comedic or are you doing acting? Because I think you should put acting up there. <laughs> you should like be like, I've done this before. <laughs> yes. I, listen, this is what I've done on the podcast. I used to, I've talked about it before, actually, kind of recently, where I used to run an acting class in my parents' saltwater pool. Yeah. Acting class. And um, so this is what I think you should do. I think you should put up a video and be like, hey guys, it's me, Cecily. I'm a really dramatic actor. Um, so I'm just going to show you guys some of my acting. Okay, so in this scene, I walked in and I found a dead body and I have a feeling it was my husband who did it. My friend is dead. Okay, this is it. Oh my God, who could have done this? Wait a minute, Ted was home. Done. And that's it. That's <laughs> the whole I'm sorry, Cecily, were you like captivated? I'm you sorry. couldn't come up with words you dropped in i just saw you i i lost you i lost you you went to a different place okay you're welcome you could take that one as is <laughs> okay well so i want to act all the time which is why at our at my live show i host with lucy we do <laughs> we do an excerpt from a very serious play so we'll do like a sam oh. shepherd play we'll do we bring out our bfa training and during like the height of a very dramatic moment will pop uh, warheads to really bring up the um, <laughs> the intensity of the scene and will speak through the object and like the object is warheads. So we're like in tears by the end and then we like put in weird random fight choreo. We once did it to a Pirates of the Caribbean theme song, which was really fun. It's just basically we're just finding little ways to, you know, absolutely be acting, <laughs> you know? Um- Okay, I have an idea. This could be really fun because I love that idea of putting in dramatic um, scene. Yeah, I think I think that's super. You inspired funny. me, honestly. I'm like, this is really revving the old juices. I, I'm loving this. This is what I would want if I was in that audience, right? Mm-hmm. I would want where you call up. You can each do one mm-hmm. separately. You call up an audience volunteer. You give them the script. You're like, you read these lines. Yes. This is who you are. But the difference, because people have done that before, but you have to memorize all of your lines and be completely off book. And when they just say something, you have to act the hell out of it like you would do if you were actually in this and do not break no matter what. Because that's the thing. You either have two people reading scripts or you have somebody like not doing it at full capacity. But when do you see someone 
literally try to act. You never see anybody try to act. It's just the gag. Oh I'm telling God. you, you can each do one. It would be so much fun. Then the audience gets to be a part of it, but it's low pressure because all they have to do is read. I'm telling you, Cecily, you would be so good at this. Honestly, you would be so, you have such a good energy. This is a gorgeous idea. And dare I say, I'm not ashamed to tell you this. I'm going to steal this and put this in my show. This is this is being given, including is, the good acting scene I already did. That's also being given you're to a you. genius. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going to do this with my show because I'm already having yes. memorized so many things all the time. And it's such a good thing to just to like work on. And so yeah, I is. love that. That is brilliant. Why not do it? Honestly, why not do it? If I was an audience member, I would love it. I would think it was so. And again, the, bring, the bringing someone up, doing a script, it's been done. But I've never seen somebody really commit so fucking hard that you're like, oh, I, this other person doesn't even matter. No. got tricked into watching a real scene. This is so <laughs> fucking funny. And also, thank you. I'm, don't be Oh my surprised. God. I'm going to be doing this. I'm truly, I'm trying to like get my show together for tomorrow. It's our first, it's my first show. And so I'm like, I want to have like standing things that are like mm -hmm. reoccurring every week that I can just do. And I'm sorry, that's making it in. Like, you know what? Brilliant. It's got to be something where it's a segment called like surprise performer. <laughs> and then you bring somebody up and the surprise is that they're performing and that's it. Okay. Literally. You got it. Oh my God. You got to try it. I got to come watch this. You got to do it. Because I'm going to see it. I, yeah. I was going to say I'm on next. next Yes, you're next, I'm week. next Oh, perfect. So this actually will come out next Tuesday. So plug the show right now yes. because people can come then. So please tell us again where it is. Oh, please come. So it's called The Bro Show. It's at The Friend, which is on Hyperion. It's a very fun bar. And it's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And oh I, I book perfect. a fun lineup. I try to book the most talented people I know, Alana. And <gasps> everyone just has room to do their fucking thing and have a good time. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to do some songs. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, your cool. songs are gorgeous. Because I'm gearing up. I'm gearing up for the big Johnston Welch show. And oh! I got to practice these songs. I got to get them going. Oh, you're going to be and, uh, a star. A star. Grateful for the stage time. I appreciate it. Of course. Okay, so Cecily, sounds like we're a lot alike in the sense that we're morning people to kick the day off with some self-care. I'm, I'm the same as you. I, I fell off on meditating, but definitely like I do yoga so that's yeah. a lot of breathing and uh -huh. you know that it centers you and stuff like that it's like a 20 minute video that I do every day super easy great um do you journal is what I want to know I journal in therapy baby I like write down okay I like I have to write down the nuggets we've learned but um I do a little thing called passion plannering I mean I do like my own version of it because I don't like being told what to do um okay but I, it's kind of like, so basically if you asked me like, what did you do last year, this day, that Wednesday, I can tell you because I like, it's my version of journaling where I like write down every single thing I'm doing that day and like a to-do list. And so mm -hmm. it's kind of just like a mental mapping way of journaling. But I also write like little manifestations in my, I have different journals for different genres of parts of my life. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. You know what? I think that's actually necessary because in my journaling, I will write, you know, just stream of consciousness, like I'm mad at this person or yeah. blah, 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 or, you know, this thing happened. And then I'll always do a gratitude list. But oh. because I've written so much 
negative in the journal every time I finish I have to throw them out immediately yeah uh, so no one can get their hands on the evidence but it <laughs> bothers me because I'm throwing away the gratitude and uh, I never even thought to do two separate journals yeah you I have one for my acting class and like ideas that I have like sketches I'll write that down I have my planner yeah. which is like my logic brain being like let's map out our lives because I can't and also I don't do well on like my phone again I don't want to see I can have a google cow but it doesn't feel as tangible and real as like writing it down. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. one thing I've been told like over and over again, like writing things down, writing your ideas down, journaling, it makes it tangible, it makes it real. And like, if you're ever looking to manifest, you write that shit down and it happens. And I will say it works. So I have one for, I have one for journaling, therapy, manifestation, one for planning, and then one for like acting, work, comedy ideas. Okay, what's your favorite one? Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, what one feels the most satisfying because this is three mm, very satisfying books. So they which are, one? well, the one, hmm, I would say the manifesting journal is the one I went to and the, like the journaling, just regular me is the one I, again, I'm trying to hone my voice and get more into me. That's the one I want to do more with. That's the one I like the most, but that's the one I make the least amount of time with. The planner is the one I'm using every single day, like before I go to bed, right when I rise. So that's, I would, I would say the manifesting, the journaling one. Yeah. Okay. Here's a juicy question. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We're getting into it. I'm ready. You said you had a boyfriend. Oh yeah. Oh girl. Let's. What has the effect been? I want to know because I'm hearing a lot of take care of me you know, make room for me type thing, which is like, I am so in support of has your relationship changed at all in this effort to make more room for you? I will say he inspired it. I was in a, excuse me. Yeah. I will say I, no, no shade to my ex. Like, you know, we were together for six years and we broke up right before the pandemic and had to live together for a month. It was like a very, It was really um, awful and we're still unpacking all the things that happened. Um, So I lived alone during the pandemic, which I never lived alone before ever. And I was in the studio. Perfect time to start. Yeah, perfect time to start. So I didn't have, and we couldn't see anybody. I, you know, hadn't seen my family and it just made me have to get very serious about, I finally had all this time to start working on the things I have, old patterns, things like all of that had been taken up by having a partner who, who needed me. And I would like mm-hmm. want to help him all the time, you know? And uh, also, I guess I'm going to get into Enneagram. I'm a two. So I'm always like, I want to help others. I want to, to a fault, to a fault where I don't, I don't make that time for myself. And so that's yeah. And then you're running on empty by the time you get there to help somebody else. So many people tell me all the time, they're like, you're burning the candle of ovens. And I'm like, yeah, well, uh, what else am I supposed to do? But anyway, mm-hmm. So I wasn't planning on having this new boyfriend at all. I was like, no, 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 I'm cool. Like did that, cool, fine. We both had a very adult conversation where he was like, I'm going to grad school. I just moved to LA, I'm not looking. And I was like, I just got out of this thing. I'm not looking, BRB. And then oops, you know, I had big plans of seeing other people. And then I just wound up keep seeing him, you know, Um, (laughs) huge plans, huge plans. I love (laughs) when people make big dating plans because (laughs) What they never, like, it's one thing if you make your own plan, but 
when somebody makes a big dating plan, I'm like, no one factors in that someone else is involved. So <laughs> in the sense where if you're like, I'm going to be single, they're involved by like you having to turn them down or, you know, them coming along and not knowing. So it's like, we always make these plans where we're like, well, for my next boyfriend, I'm going to take things slow. What, what boyfriend? Who are we talking about? <laughs> Who is this person? There's like, another person just... involved in this equation. Like, you don't get to make all the calls. It's so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me. It's so, I just was such a freak during that. It had been like a year after I'd broken up with my ex and I was just like well that's a good amount of time yeah well that was the thing too that's some good breathing room oh certainly well and of course I was like I can't I can't get into another thing I need to be single like all this stuff but then I mean he was just so great I was like well fuck I guess I'm I never want to die with any regrets so I'm like if I I don't want to be a fuck boy about this like I'm not gonna fucking be Mm -hmm. like I can't I know so many guys who, I mean, they're not my friends. I've known so many good friends who guys have done this too, where they're like, oh, I just yeah. can't, I just, I like you so much. I'm breaking up. And it's like, you're so fucking weak. And we don't have time for weak people. We do not have You know, time. we do not. First of all, I barely have time for anybody. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Wide open. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing that bothers me about that. It's like someone's like, I like you, but I can't. Here's the perfect response. And and Cecily, I'll just preface it with this. I'm perfect at dating. So if anybody needs any advice and a guy um, or girl or whoever mm-hmm. is get, throwing you shade saying, I like you, but I don't want this. Yep. This is how you respond. Nobody cares. Yes. <gasps> Nobody cares. Nobody cares about what you're saying. I don't care. This guy doesn't care. You probably don't even care. You're just saying it. So you hope I care. Nobody cares. God, that is like a no one cares. No one cares if you like me but can't be with me. I'm like, what do I care? You don't even want to be with me. So what? God, I love that. Free yourself. This is the Texas of dating, girl. Free (laughs) Free yourself. yourself. Yes. Oh, oh, I love Texas. Right into my freedom. Couldn't (laughs) be happier about it because I became American last year. And basically, when I became American, all they did was make me join the army. I think. So no. I've had no freedom. I've had no freedoms. I'm basically in the army. Wow. Get you out of the army. Well, I'm just waiting for the call, girl. Because uh, if they're heading if they're heading overseas. I know. Maybe there's yikes, an anti-feminist. I'm there's an anti-feminist part of me that's like, it'd be cool like if there is a draft. Like, I'm cool if you don't want to draft women. Like, I'm cool. Like, ah, it's fine. The first thing, if they draft me, I'm gonna go, guess who's on her period nonstop? Guess who right? can't throw that at them. Guess whose uterus was no. pushing out her IUD the other day? Me. So yeah, no, here's not no, available. So you want a you want a uterus that strong yeah. running gambit on mm-hmm. these soldiers? Uh-uh. I don't think so, my I, man. No. This is not an energy you need. But to circle back to your question, he is someone who has challenged me to, I I don't have to worry about him. Like I never have to worry about him. He's literally like doing his own thing. So then that again gives me more space to be like, well, fuck, I guess I had to get like very serious about, you know, me. Okay. I have some detail. Let's go. Question. Detail oriented questions. Are you living alone right now? Sorry. Okay. Uh, Currently... I am living alone because my roommate just moved out to move in with her boyfriend. Um, okay. So I plot thickens. The plot thickens. I have no furniture. I look like I'm living. I look like I'm a serial killer, like planning some sort of something. Like it's just. It's oh, yeah. Well, you love there. to plan. We know what book to look for. Oh, we know what book to look for. But my best friend from growing up, she's from Texas. We like met when in fourth grade. She's my new 
a roommate. She's moving in May 1st. So right now I have okay, the place perfect. to myself. Perfect. But she's living alone. I meant with if you're living with this guy or not. Oh, so no. the answer is no. No, no. And great, we're laughing right out of the gate. How much easier to focus on you? Mm-hmm. Because this is still kind of a newer thing with this guy, right? It's not like, yeah. I mean, the other guy, you said six years. So this is kind of a newer thing. Yeah. And that's hard to balance if we're all in the same space. So love that you got a bit of space for yeah. you. And you have your friend, a friend you can easily be like, I need a minute. And they'll be like, okay, like yes, they don't care. Exactly. Whatever. They they say no one cares. They don't care. They don't care. Um, and two, this is the, this is the other thing I got to say. I love that you use the word that I think you said that he was one of the inspirations to be able to do this. That's so important because listen to all the stuff you've said about the different journals and this and that, and like writing stuff down and mantras and all this. It's like, that's all inspiration. Everything that you've been saying to me is inspiring right now because it's somebody believing in themselves. Mm. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. So I'm giving thumbs up to this person if we have the space to actually follow through on what we've been inspired to do, if that makes sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I love it. Wait, are, do you guys live far away? No, he, I'm in Los Feliz. He's in Silver Lake. And he lives in what a fucking house with like three fantastic roommates who are like so smart and wonderful. And they all moved from DC. They were all like political consultants, like all these like very smart people who I never would have met. And then they all were like, we're going to move to LA. And like one's a writer and is now dating my best friend, Lucy too. So it's like (gasps) beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Oh my God. It's really something. Double wedding. I'm ordained. Double wedding. Oh my God. Wow. I can marry you guys. Yes. I would adore you. I will marry you. I'm going to tell you right now on the podcast, I will marry you. I mean, and we'll tape it as a live episode. Oh my God. Wow. No, this is actually one of the best ideas I've ever had more than the acting class. This (laughs) is a good idea. We should, I should totally, and this can happen in like 10 years. It can happen whenever you want. Like there's no rush on your end to get married Yeah, because I will marry you at any point. Yeah. I'm giving you the 10 year mark to get married. If yeah. you're not married in 10 years, guess what? You got to marry me and Norm. Sorry. Okay, done. I'm in. I would love to be your sister wife. I think we'd, I think we'd, <laughs> we'd run a great house. <laughs> I think it'd be good. You know what? We really would because we need somebody to like this dog because we are not can- I don't She's not even here. Oh, my God. She's not even here. I don't know where she went. There you go. I looked down. She wasn't here. <laughs> She's like, fucking peace. Went. Like, can't be here. Bye. My, my dog is sleeping oh in my God. My- old roommate's bed because he's got to be in a bed god bless oh you've got a dog i do he's a big old pit bull his name is moonbeam he looks like a cow he's the best um wait like spotted gray and white spotted black so and is white. mine wow. yeah mine's like a grayish no not quite black not that dark i'd say it but like a dark gray Ooh. this is so and also a pit bull oh really yeah Aww. but like american bulldog mix i think okay what they're so name? big huge they're so big he can look wait like was Tony this your Soprano? dog or from your ex yes. from your relationship yes so we got the dog in 2019 and he's great i adopted him he's seven he was seven at the time he looks like a french clown like he got hit by a car so his like <laughs> legs are still like weird so he's like walking like like he's oh yeah Yes, they also like whoever had him like cut his ears weird, so he kind of looks like, <laughs> like, okay, 
you know, when they show you when they first were creating like 3D cartoons and everything like Shrek, they'll show you like the overlay. The Oh, overlay. yeah, yeah. And his face kind of looks like the overlay, like when they're getting the muscles right, trying to like express because like they cut his ears in a way. <laughs> it's just I shouldn't laugh. It's abuse. But um, yeah, why do they can I ask why do they do that? Do you know why? I, I heard it's so if they're fighting dogs, like there's not an extra thing to grab. But I don't think he was a fighting dog. They said they found him just like in the street. But weirdly, he had a chip, no address, just the name Moonbeam. So I kept it. I kept the name Moonbeam. <sighs> That's nice of you. Yeah. I, I don't think I think they wanted to what is it bitch out my dog like make her have all the dogs oh does she have the puppies big old nips yeah they didn't they weren't able to do it they she the girl that we got her from mm -hmm. um had her is it neutered or spayed which which is it i i say spayed i don't know yeah spayed right for i don't know i heard well whatever happened whatever. Her, her freedoms have been taken away from her <laughs> Um, I, this is also very Texas. Okay. You to give the freedom and then yeah. to take it away. This take is very right Texas. <laughs> we it. love it. We love that here. We love, we love here. Texas. Yes. We love that here. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, truly. I will say this is foul of me, but I'll say it. The first thing you notice about my dog is he's got a massive hog. Like he's got. A wow. Huge. Really? See, I don't want to deal with this. Listen, I grew up with three healthy girl pugs. That was my background with dogs. So to have like this giant boy dog, like was really out of character for me. But I just was like, I, I love him. He's so sweet. And he doesn't have balls. He has, <laughs> okay, so sorry. He has just skin. Like they took the balls out, but left the, the skin. So I call him 2D sack. And I'm like, we couldn't have just like stitched it up. So it's not like just hanging. Skin. Yeah. So everything about this dog sounds foul, but he's so, so sweet. He's so good. And he doesn't like, I buy hump. It. he's not a humper. He's not like, you know, doing any of that shit. Cause that's common, right? That's like oh, a, yeah. a boy dog thing. Is yeah, couldn't hump. deal with that. He's Can just... you see the disgust in my face? Yeah. No, I no, I know boy dogs were not my fucking thing. I'm not afraid Disgusting. to say that they were not my thing. And he just was. He doesn't bark and he's easy and he's just very attached to me. And I am working on trying to get him not to sleep in my bed all the time because that's, yeah, he just disgusting. Wants to be there. All he wants to do is be there. Okay. Cecily, you've oh. said some great steps that you're taking towards this self care. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to know because it sounds like you've been doing this for a bit of time. Yeah. So other than having the courage and bravery to bet on yourself and say no to the job, what other changes have you already noticed? Because I just had a conversation about this, about um, taking time to look back at what's already happened or what you've already done and like celebrate it for a hot second before turning back to what needs to be done for the future. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what changes have like, if any, if not, that's fine too. But if there are any, what would you say you've noticed thus far? I will say I have... I I told myself by my birthday in February, I did not want to be nannying anymore. I was like, I can't. It's too draining. I'm not. By my birthday, it's done. And <clears throat> by saying that, I was able, I got another job. I got another job as like a part-time assistant and was able to quit that job. So just by saying like, I cannot do this anymore, opportunities arose that were way more manageable and gave me more space to do what I want to do. Um... I also 
have been able to do all these shows I'm really excited about and am doing a showcase piece that I'm really excited. It like opened me up to do some writing. And so oh my I like, God, great. two pieces I'm really excited about. And I was able to do that because I had the morning free. Like I had the morning to like do the things I needed to do. And then I, because I was like so energized from having to not run to the next thing, I was like, oh, I'm just going to like knock out these two sketches before this meeting. And I like love them. And I like, oh my God, here like, we go. Thinking over writing, but like I kind of got this thing. So, so I would say opportunities have come once I've made room for them. Um, I've also like random trips have come up. Like I went to Santa Barbara this last weekend and it was beautiful. And oh my God, that's unexpected. Yeah. I find when I say no and when I nap, that's when I'll get emails. That's when I'll get like an audition. That's when I do that. That's when I let go. That's when stuff starts happening. So stuff like that I've noticed. Yeah. And things have like fallen together. You really should. I don't know if you follow the nap ministry on Instagram, but absolute, absolute follow, please. You know, I recently have gotten into all from this one tarot card I pulled. Yes. Girl, you <laughs> I say I've gotten it. into. <laughs> you better believe I'm pulling one every day. This is mine right by my desk. Look at this. Mysteries of love. Pulling oh, my one. God. Wait, should we each pull one right now? Oh, absolutely. We should. Okay, I'll I go get my, my deck. Hold on. Card, but I'm going to pull an afternoon card. Oh my God, I love this. Yeah. Okay, I got my deck. Okay, okay, hold up. Okay, I love this. I'm grabbing my mysteries of love. And do you ask a question? This is so much fun. Do you ask a question when you do it? I always am like, what is the energy for today? Like, that's how I start the day. But okay. maybe we should, what, we should ask a real question. Um, Let's infuse a question. I've. Yes. Oh, wait, do I need a full deck? Because recently I pulled a card and I loved it so much. I just left it out. And by recently I pulled a card, I mean, it's the only card I've ever pulled. And I was like, this is a fun card. So I just left it out of the deck and kept it so I could see it. Is no, that okay? That's, that's totally fine. I do that too. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. What Let's pick our question? question. I'm shuffled. Okay. I'm doing one more little shuff shuff. Um, the question should be... Uh, maybe what's in store for, for the summer or spring? What do you think? What, what are you feeling? Let's say what's in store for the spring that gives us till June 21st. Cause that's the Ooh. start of summer. Oh my God. Go okay. you just have it off the old dome. Okay. It's my brother's birthday. My brother's birthday. Uh, okay. Okay. So what's ready for, for the spring. Let's what's find in store out for the spring. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wait, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, I'm Googling mine right now. Okay, I have my little card. What'd you get? Okay, so mine is an elephant. It's a tribe. Okay. It's it's tribe. Tribe. It's an okay. elephant. Um and let's see. I'm looking up what it what it has to say. This was a, a great gift that my um I was an assistant to someone I absolutely adore and she gave this to me for Christmas and it's truly one of my most favorite things I have. Um, okay. Elephant tribe seeking harmony with familial, familial, familial relations, reaching out to community, developing more empathy, magic, and deep wisdom. Hmm. Having elephants show up as your animal totem is a powerful message to tune into empathy and intuition as ways to connect to your community, whether it be friends, family, or acquaintances. Hmm. Wow. How can you reach out to loved ones to show your wisdom? Elephant is asking you to trust in the magic you are and take the higher road of, of a sage or seer. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I think you're already on the right track because you just saw family mm -hmm. and you had an unexpected trip to yeah. Santa Barbara. So it, that is going to bring more community. I think these shows, this solo show you're starting, because yeah. think about it, community, yeah. friends come to the show, you already saw family, and it's going to make you, you're going to be re, you're going to be acting with other comics on the same show, doing your bit, and like, re-immersing yourself back into a comedy community after we've been oh. out of it for so long. Yeah. That's my guess, just based on today's conversation, what wow. are you thinking? Do you, are you making any connections? Because obviously you're, you know more than I do. No, I think that that's, um, yeah, I, I, th that was my takeaway too, is like, I'm working with a lot of people I really love and respect and I think are really talented. And we're like, it's so like horizontally run. There's no like hierarchy, you know what I mean? Like we are mm -hmm. very much like a connected little elephant group, I feel. And I, that makes me excited. I didn't even have that idea about the show. Like I never think of myself with these things, which I should, but you're right. Like I, that's exactly what I want for my show. I want it to be a community yeah. gathering and a sharing and everyone to feel safe and have their best selves, you know? So I yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. What is yours? I just, I just clicked mine on some website here. Is that. Yeah. Okay. Can you do any site here? Okay. Wait, uh, I already lost it. Okay. Here it is. Ooh, this isn't good. Okay, oh, I no. go. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. Oh, oh. no. Pull okay. Card. <laughs> I got. Okay, I got the Eight of Swords. Eight of Swords. In general context, the Eight of Swords can represent feeling trapped, confined, restricted, or backed into a corner, or having your hands tied. It signifies fear, terror, anxiety, and psychological <laughs> issues. It is a minor. A arcana card of hopelessness helplessness powerlessness what? slavery persecution and what? being silenced or censored <laughs> you will be feeling the pressure when this appears and may be in crisis or going through a dilemma or drama however, however the overall theme of this card is that you are the one keeping yourself in this situation through negative thinking and allowing yourself to be paralyzed by fear the sword's depicted in the card or surrounding you, but you can take off the blindfold and walk away anytime. This card also represents consequences and judgment, which may take the form of trial by jury, imprisonment, or punishment. <laughs> God. Okay. What the oh, fuck, okay. dude? So until June 21st, I'm trapped? No, no, no. I have gotten this card I have a tarot card reader who I adore, um, Aaron Smith, shout out. I've gotten this card a lot because it's like basically saying like you are torturing yourself, like stop torturing yourself, get out <laughs> of your own way. I thought I was doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like things were bad and now I'm like, things are on the up and up. Like if you read my journals, I'm like, you know what though? Guess what? Um, this thing was bothering me, but guess what? Things are turning around man what else could fucking happen to take me down no. more notches than I've already been taken down I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that this might be past energy coming up this might be you know sometimes it like pulls yes it can be applied to the future this is why I stick to my little card deck because it's all pretty positive mysteries of love oracle deck um but I also feel like swords are powerful too though anytime you get swords it's usually like just, uh, like you're charging the lead right like you're leading yeah. something so i mean if you look it's like let me yeah they say the rope is poorly tied oh yeah so, so it means you can escape you it's can just escape. i have to do it 
Okay, so now here's what I want to know because we're so we're no. we're, be, we're beginning a bit of a wrap up here. Here's what I want to know as someone that does tarot. What do you think I can do between now and the end of spring to get out of this trap I'm in? Wow, I would say indulge in the things that bring you joy. Like genuinely let yourself have those wins. Let yourself look at all the things you've already accomplished. Like you've already done so much and you are such a like insanely good performer and you are so talented. Oh, thank you. And so look at all that you've done already. Like you, ha- you made it here. Look at what you've done and you made it through a pandemic. So give yourself some wins. No need to keep. And wow. I'm also coming from someone who's always pushing the goal, you know, the goalpost. I'm always like, well, yeah. I did this, but I need to do this. No more of that because we, mm-hmm. you made it through a pandemic. You're still here in LA and you're making all these beautiful things happen and bringing people together and offering a very vulnerable space for people to be real and talk about things and grant that towards yourself. You know, I didn't think I could adore you any more than I already (laughs) did coming into this. And Cecily, I got to be honest with you. I have surprised myself once again. (laughs) (laughs) What an absolute treat. Okay, Cecily, you came into this a six for various reasons, Mm -hmm. um, but with the theme of investing in yourself. And the six was coming from a fresh Mm -hmm. denial of a job opportunity this morning or turning down a job opportunity. So I caught you nice and raw, just the way I like it. (laughs) Um, Can I ask now, how are you feeling right, like in this moment? Because we we got into it. Yes, we talked about exes. That can bring people down sometimes. But I think you pulled a very positive card. Thank you. So I think we were on a bit of a roller coaster. We went on a roller coaster. And I would say I'm feeling... I'm feeling a seven now because I think when I first started, I had a lot of fear and guilt mm-hmm. for saying no to that job and was like, oh, what does that mean? And like immediately start adding up bills and all that stuff and getting bogged down and the shit that nobody cares about. Like you said, nobody cares. Like nobody cares. I shouldn't even care about this. Like who cares? Yeah. It's going to work yeah. out, baby. Like, yeah. but now after talking and and being inspired by you and that gorgeous idea about like doing a scene with a audience member I'm feeling a seven I'm feeling a solid seven I'm feeling I will take it yeah I will take it I'm gonna say this I I didn't have a score coming in because I it it was kind of a morning of um having to do a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. not like busy but just like I had to clean the counter. I spilled coffee. I like, like ran. I had to clean this thing in the backyard, like just stupid things like that, that you're like, Oh my God, now it's the podcast, whatever. Right. So I didn't really have a second to like tune in with myself, but despite what some people are calling the world's worst card, tarot card pull, despite that, I'm feeling really good. It was so nice to chat with you. You have an infectious energy. You could be the cause of this pandemic alone because you've got an energy that a vampire like me can just suck it dry. And I, I, you've boosted my day. I'm very excited to go. I have a couple errands. I'm going to throw the dog in the car. Now you got me all excited before it was feeling like a chore. And now I'm like, okay, you know what? this is me doing the things I need to get done today. It's going to make me feel better about me to yes. 
put reinvest and I've got a whole day ahead of me and now I'm all excited being like, well, what can I do to um, really focus on me today and do some work on me today? And I think um, I might go on a nice walk. That's what I came up with. Oh, go on a nice, I love a good nice walk. Listen to your fave podcast or listen to Charlie XCX's new album. I've been really, if you just want to fucking go, like, you yeah, know. well, I have to do it before I wind up in jail, as the card had said, <laughs> um, it's probably going to happen. Not, okay, also that reading <laughs> Savage. I don't know what site you went to, but there was nothing. Savage. <laughs> Absolutely rough. savage. It was bad. I it was a bad jail. read. Oh yeah, the jail. <laughs> the jails would Really it's like inciting me. more fear it's like i'm cutting the ropes off for you okay that might like serve you the fuck dude <laughs> no 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 i i uh it was all correct <laughs> okay so <laughs> um cecily tell us where can we find you online so we can see all the promotion for the show and everything Ooh. like that yes i'm um at cecily bro um b-r-e-a-u-x that's how i say it and um i'm on that and i'm on tiktok so give me a follow and we got some fun shows coming up i'm very i'm very excited for it all and join me at the friend every wednesday it'll be great I'll be there next Wednesday. Cecily, thank you so much for joining me. Oh. And um, just, you know, get ready with that bail. You're going to be that first call of mine. Oh, I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay. Thrilled. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. Bye. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself.